This is Fantasy Book Club. Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Book Club. This is the Internet's Book Club just by listening. You're a member. My name is Colin Pratt. And I'm Sydney Lyley. And we are still reading through Warbreaker by Brandon Sanderson. Yes, we are. So this week we read chapters 47, 48, and 49. Make sure you have those read. Please do make sure you have those read. We didn't make any air this week like we did last week, Colin. (laughs) We actually read the correct things for a change. Um, (laughs) And also, we want to get a couple of announcements out of the way really quick. Yes. One, our next book that we're reading on the book club, which will be coming up here in a few weeks, yes. is a Fairy Tale by Stephen King. Yes. So get that. I sound like a snake. Yes. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> doing a lot of slithering over there. Uh, and the other announcement is go follow our Instagram. It's it's yes. Fantasy Book Club Podcast. Uh <laughs> And it's on Instagram, and Cindy's running it. She's doing a baller job yeah. using Canva like it's supposed to be. Yes, uh, I love Canva. Wow, I love Canva so much. I've actually never really used it, and then now I use it like every day. Times a week, yeah. <laughs> Cindy's yeah. in it. Um, I, I, typically, I typically post twice a week. Um, I think this week I posted three times a week because I posted – I actually just recently posted an announcement – uh, yep. I just posted our announcement about the next book. So, yep. But other than that, it's usually I usually post twice a week. Usually Wednesday when the I always post Wednesday when the episode goes out, and then usually like Saturday is my other post. Yes, sir. Typically. So go ahead and follow that. No big, no big rush. But we would appreciate if you did. Alrighty, time to get right into chapter forty-seven. Seven. Sydney, who's it? Who's the perspective? So this is from Light Song's perspective. Ooh. So if you remember last week, we had that really short chapter from Light Song that was just about his dream. So this chapter starts off as A he's, really, really short chapter from Light Song. Yes. Like a two-sentence long chapter it from Light Song. It was four sentences, Sorry, actually. a four-sentence We did long. a whole dramatic reading. We read and the if, entire chapter. Yes, we did read the entire chapter. That entire dramatic reading is on the Instagram page. Really? Yeah. Heck yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, anyways. <laughs> um, so Light Song... Is thinking about, or he's trying not to think about his dreams, and they're very much upsetting him, and he's just having kind of a rough go of it, and I feel kind of bad for him. Yeah. But um, he's looking around, he's sitting, like, at the top balcony, and he can see out all the way through the Court of Gods, and he, like, looks at, like, the different palaces, and he realizes how, like, perfect they are, and how, like, you know, just perfectly set in place they are, and the perfect colors and everything. Yeah. He sees that some of the palaces are empty, the ones that don't have any gods, and he wonders what would happen if too many returns showed up. Yeah, that's a good question. That is a good question. Um, He wonders if they would build more or, like, what they would do. The priest would kill them, I bet. That's probably a good guess, yes. My guess is the priest would definitely kill the gods. Why did we whisper? Well, I was whispering because I didn't want the priest to hear, but then you whispered in response, and I'm not sure why. (laughs) I whispered because you were whispering. That's fair. ASMR for a minute. Sorry, guys. (laughs) It's like... Okay, anyways. Um... So he's looking out, like I said, out on, like, the palaces and thinking about how perfect everything is. But the fact that he – he's just kind of hating on the fact that he hates being a god, you know. He's hating on he the, thinks, he's hating on being a god. Yes, he yeah, hates okay. on – yeah. Yeah. Um, he thinks <laughs> – he thinks about All-Mother and Calmseer and how she actually – Help Calm-seer. people. Calmseer actually help people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was confusing if it was all mother or Calmseer you're talking about. Um, sorry. Yeah. Just want to make sure. Yes. Um, Calmseer. She, he thinks about how Calmseer actually helped people because she loved them and she cared. Unlike but, any of the current gods. Yes. 
but she also felt inadequate, which is really interesting to me. She felt like she couldn't live up to what everyone expected. And so yep. Light Song thinks that's why she probably like, tried gave, so hard. Yes, yeah, she gave away her last breath and died because she felt like she had to. Yep. And Light Song thinks about the fact that, that they basically, the gods basically get poked and like pushed into, you know, dying yeah. so that everyone else can continue to believe. That's, yep. Which is really kind of an interesting look at it, which is, it's true. It's very true. But you also, have to, you also have to think that they would die naturally without the religion that they're they're being poked, poked and pried to die, so that they uh, the religion like so the religion will continue. But yes. also without the religion, they would die naturally after one week because they wouldn't get breath. Yes. So it's kind of like a either way. Yeah. You die, light song. Sorry. Yeah. Well, to be fair, you're on your second life, so death. So seems yeah. Fair. He yeah. I agree. Um. But at this point, uh, Larimar looks like walks up to him and can tell something that is obviously not okay and it's basically asking what's wrong um light songs like well no one should be this important like yeah you know we weren't built for this and larmar's like well you're a god you were and light songs basically just continues his argument of, no i'm uh, not a god stop like, calling me a god <laughs> literally that exactly that's how light song reacts um but he light songs also like talking to larmar but that he's not sure what he wants to do about all mother's commands now that he has them, um, he's kind of at a spot where he doesn't know what he wants to do. He can, he kind of figures either way, so either he or All Mother is going to take over the entire like section that they both have. Yeah, it's eventually a- one of the two of them is going to do something, and he doesn't know whether he wants to do it himself. Yeah, or and put himself like in directly involved, or whether he wants to just stay back and let All Mother do it. Yeah, um, so he kind of just thinks about that for a while, and. He, he's very, very kind of stuck. He's not mm-hmm. sure what to do. And then he asks Larimar if the woman who shows up in his dreams a lot was his wife. The woman whose face he sees in his yes. dreams. Yeah. And Larimar's like, well, I'm not supposed to tell you this. But he does anyways and says that, no, she's not um, his wife or uh, his lover, but that she wasn't very important to him. And she's still alive. Yeah. Which is also very – I actually have a th- – theory about that later later got it so keep that in mind because i've got oh not really a theory i have a question okay but we'll ask that later and i'll answer you whatever you ask i'll answer i'll answer correctly <laughs> i i have you can ask any question in the world and i'll give you one truthful answer <laughs> oh god very genie like i'm ready <laughs> we'll ask that later okay anyways um so light song's like oh my gosh she's still alive and realizes that he wants to protect her yeah and the only way he can think to protect her is to do something. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to tell us what the something is. I will. We will find out here in this next second when the (laughs) chapter skips forward. (laughs) What? (laughs) I'm getting there. You sounded so confused. Oh, my gosh. Okay, continue. No, I did that because we don't find out. The chapter skips forward, and then we find out. Yeah, but it's in for us, the reader, there's no pause in time, Sydney. For us, the reader, we find Actually, out immediately. there is. There's a pause. Okay, anyways, <laughs> moving on. Oh, we skip man. forward a little, and now we find out what Light Song is going to do. <laughs> Light Song is currently in the lifeless area. Yes. So he walked over there, and... um. Apparently the lifeless are kept in the dark, which is kind of interesting. It's to me. terrible. That is really that, terrible. Because we okay, but they're we have a theory going. Yes, that lifeless are like 
this is the worst theory. It's the most threat, crazy theory in my brain that they are conscious but unable to do anything. Yes. Like their souls are conscious but they're unable to do anything. Uh-huh. And so the idea of being kept in the dark, unmoving in ranks that occasionally gets to go out and go for a run around the track or like get their ichor alcohol changed. Yes. But that's the extent of it. That's is, awful. I hope that my theory is wrong because that is brutal. That's so terrible. Anyway, continue. Anyways, um, so he goes there. He kicks everybody out, like his priest, Larmar, everybody. He says, he tells them to get out. Because he doesn't want anyone hearing the fact that he's going to change his command phrase for his lifeless and all mothers lifeless. Yeah. Um, and he also thinks about the fact that when he first became a god, he thought it was strange that because the gods have a choice to either keep them to their like the commands to themselves, but if he they, like he were to die, then they have to go through and break all. Yes, the Yes, they'd have to go through and break all the lifeless, which would take literally forever. Unless you're the god king, which will take weeks still. Yeah, it still would take a while. Yeah. Um. Or they can just tell a select few people. And so when Larm or when Lightsong had first, you know, set the commands when he first was reborn, he had Larmar um yeah. and a couple others that he trusted around. Yeah. But now he's kicking everybody out because he's decided that it would be wise for him to be the only one who knew. By the way, it's like a it's like a thing all the gods have to make. Uh, because the more people you tell, the more likely somebody gets caught and tortured and gives up the phrase. Yes. Uh, but if it's just you, you're risking the fewer people you're risking that phrase dying at some point yeah. and having to break it. That's, that's yes. by the way, that's the reason that they make that decision. Anyway, yeah. um, so he kicks everybody out and starts changing the commands. But um, what, what, what was it before? Bottom line blue. What and now, it now it's red panther. Oh, from his dreams. From his dreams, which I thought was really creative. He's had red, pan- red panthers in his dreams. Yes. Um, so he just goes through and changes all of those. He realizes that All Mother has not changed them. So Yeah. He, he actually is a little bit sad that she has not changed yes, them. Yes, because that would have made the decision easy for him. He did, Yeah. It's not my choice to do something or not. It's her choice to not let yes. me do something. So now he's basically the chapter just ends with him going through and changing all of them, all the commands. And now he has both armies and, oh, he's going to tell them, I should add, he decided that he's going to leave the life, lifeless so that with like their basic instructions to obey the servants and you know go out to exercise or the information or whatever else. Yeah. Um, they're going to be allowed to move around like spe- specific locations. Um, but they are and like be extra muscle. But he's going to be the only one with command to send them into war. Yeah. So it it the, the, there are phrases that allow them to be made to work out, to get their Icaragua change, to do some like non-battle things. Yes. But the only person who has ultimate command is him. Yes. Um, and so the chapter just ends with him thinking about the fact that he has now taken place, his place at the very heart of the fate of the two, of the two kingdoms. Yes. He also so. has, he thought throughout this chapter several times, he was thinking about the idea of like, I was born and immediately given these phrases. I have one role in this army, in this, in this kingdom, in yes. my army role is this army and mm-hmm. so I he I, he's being an active player which I appreciate yes. and I also appreciate the fact that he's willing to do this even though he doesn't want to to protect this girl he doesn't even know who who she is he's also I mean also partially to protect Siri because he knows that uh his his lady a freaking blush weaver yeah just hates Siri so he's he's thinking often about how he can't he can't convince her to not hate Siri yes. yeah okay Here's my question that I wanted to ask. And earlier. here's my answer that Colton, the all knowing, knows. <laughs> so, my question was Does this girl that he used to know, who is still alive, does she know that he's a return now? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
The issue is, I don't want you to know the answer. I figured. I didn't think so, you would actually tell it. I just wanted to pose think? that question. What do you think? I think that she does. She knows he's returned. I think she does, but I think she is... Because Larmar clearly knows that she's alive and clearly knows who she is. Yeah. So I have a feeling that the priests, like, are doing something to her or, like, keeping her hidden somewhere. So you think the priests might be, like... Well, I have... Okay, like, I feel like... Like, super villain evil. Yes. Not, like, not like kind of conniving. You mean, well, like, the Joker. I, just, I don't know. I just feel like... Or at least the priests are watching her. Yeah. Because I feel oh, like... that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like she knows... Because even though he's probably a lot taller and looks a little bit different, I still think he probably looks somewhat like, you know, him. And I'm sure she would know. I can't imagine she wouldn't know that he was <laughs> returned. Yeah, I, um, I, I don't disagree with but, you. So I don't know. That's yeah. what I think. Any and more I theories? just think that, like I said, that Sorry. they're watching her and making sure that she doesn't like try and reach try out try and reach out to him. Truman yeah. Show-esque. Yeah, Just actually. Like the show. Yes, exactly. That's a good movie too. It's a great movie. Um, so any more theories about what he's going to do with the lifeless? Um, well, I think eventually he'll use him to stop any kind of battle. Yeah. What do you think Light Song's ultimate like narrative goal in this book is? What do you think his 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 climax is going to be? Oh. I think he's just going to become, because, I mean, at the beginning of the book, he was very, like, I don't want anything to do with anything politics. And now he's very, like, involved. Yeah. So I think he's just going to become more involved. And his whole thing is just going to be, like, he went from this guy who didn't want to do any of this garbage to, well, I have my own power and am a god. And he has to accept that he is worshipped by people and... That he has control over things he doesn't necessarily want control over. So you, th you think he needs to accept his worship but not his godhood? I mean, he can accept his godhood, too, if he wants. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, he doesn't need to. No, I Because I, so. I agree with you because I don't think he needs to accept that he is a god, but I do no. think he needs to be doing more than what he is currently doing. Yes. I think he needs to accept the fact that even if he doesn't believe that he's a god, he has to accept that some people do. And, and he has a responsibility that he's to those gotta people. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. My words, exactly. Okay. Now it is time for chapter 48, which is Colton's chapter, but really it should have been mine. It's Sydney's ideal chapter. Uh, I literally every time the last couple of weeks you get the, the love chapters and it's not fair because I want them. Here comes the love chapter. First thing first, uh, Siri and Susabron now wake up together in the morning. Susabron doesn't yes. leave anymore. And so, uh, this chapter opens with Siri laying in bed next to a sleeping Susbron and like watching him. Mm -hmm. uh, she also they they have established now concretely that they both very deeply love each other and they have both said I love you and they love each other. Oh my gosh! This section, hold on. This section, I'll where? get there. Okay. Um. <laughs> so she is ogling her sleeping husband, uh, and uh. Also, they were talking about how she was like, "It's weird that I love him." But I, it's part of it. Like, we work for each other because me not, like, caring about your big reputation has actually yes. kind of helped because you're not used to that. You Like, like Seb kind of actually likes the fact that she is, like, not bowing down and listening to every word he says as yeah. if he's the best god in the world. Um, quick, very short, one-paragraph dramatic reading um, just to establish what's been happening the last few nights. So here it goes. She sighed head resting on his chest. There would be a price to be paid for their enjoyment these last few nights. We really are fools, she thought idly. 
we only have to avoid one thing, giving the priest a child. We're aiming ourselves straight towards disaster. So yeah, they have had some enjoyment the last few nights. Yeah. Uh, and it's so funny because they literally talk about how the fact that they shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. But they do it anyways. Love love always wins is what I like to say, Sydney. Love always That's wins. That's also something I would say. That Not also I think is a quote say. from a movie, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, after she's looking at him and thinking this, uh, he finally wakes up and they look at each other and literally the first thing he does is grabs his writing board and writes, I love you to Siri. My heart. I want you all to know when I read that, my heart melted. I it's, literally, it's, I literally died for a second and yeah. It's genuinely very, very cute. Um, and also they're both now concerned about uh, having a child uh, because uh, here's my exact quote I've wrote in, written in my notes. They're both concerned about the child they'll inevitably be having and then parentheses because of the sex. So that's, they're both very concerned about it. And neither of them are exactly sure how to know how, like, if you're pregnant or not or anything like that. Yeah. Because, well, Sydney's a child. Sydney. Siri's still like a child. Basically, she has not been taught any of this stuff. And Seb is also basically a child. He's also not been taught any of this stuff. So they're both like, we know that what we're doing now will eventually make a child. Yes. We don't know any of the other details. Yes. Um, But Siri also, she knows that sometimes, like, She's heard the women back in Idris talking yeah. about the fact that sometimes they struggle to get pregnant, but she also knows some that like get pregnant immediately after their honeymoon. Yeah. Um, so she's just not sure how long it'll take for them to have a child. But this is before condoms, so they have no idea. They, they're just, they know eventually <laughs> it's going to happen. Because, it's going to happen. Because here's the thing. They've established they're not willing to stop banging, <laughs> but they're concerned about having a child. It's fine. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, uh, so she's also like really not ready to be a mom. Like she's like thinking about how in a year she might be a mom and that's crazy. That um, is wild. But also if she has a child, she'll the child must be taken from her and she'll most likely be like spirited away somewhere else because the yes. priests are being And weird. she doesn't, I don't think she wants that to happen. Like I think the fact that she could possibly either A, have a stillborn, mm-hmm. like everyone says, or... Like, just lose the child in general freaks her out a little bit. Like, I think she, part of her does want the child. Yeah. Like, I think if she had a child and became a mother, she would be a good mother. Well, we don't know that. She's a made-up character. The vision in your mind of Siri. Well, in my personal opinion. In the vision in your mind of Siri, she'd be a great mother. Siri would be a great mother. Mm -hmm. You can't tell me you don't think she would. I think Siri would be such a baller mom. I think Siri would be just like her father. No, no. How dare you? She'll love the Dude, oldest. She'll love the oldest. You can't tell me Siri and Seb as parents wouldn't be freaking amazing. They'd be pretty cute together. I won't disagree. I think they would be amazing parents. Okay. Um, next thing. Uh, Seb actually wants to try and be a king. Yes. Like he's, he, they're talking about how like he wants to take action instead of be a figurehead. And he talks a lot about this and I'll continue t- telling you what he thinks. Um, uh, but first, Seb was like, Siri's like, okay, we talked about this. How are you going to do it? And he said, well, you can do it because I'm always by guards. And she says, you think if I start shouting about how the king is being held hostage by his priests, they won't just think I'm crazy? Like, they're definitely just going to think I'm crazy. Yes. Um, so Seb suggests telling Lights on the Bold, the person that they kind of trust, where it's mm-hmm. like, maybe he'll trust you, which I think he would. But um, I also think he would. Siri, however, would rather just run away. Uh and uh, Seb is like, nah, that's a terrible yeah, idea. If, if we run, they will chase us. If we run, they will chase us, and it will start a war because they will blame you. Yeah. Um. So so that's not a thing. Um. 
And so, so really, Zeus Braun's main goal is he wants to make it known that he disapproves of the war. Yes. Which made me think that maybe cutting out his tongue is not just for stopping him from using the breath, but making it so that their ultimate deciding person can't actually decide. So it becomes the ultimate decisions are the priest. Yes. They have other gods who they can make. They pretend. I think the priests basically pretend that it's the god king's decisions. Yes. But they are. The priests are the ones actually making decisions because the god king can't. It's it's the same deal of like they have other gods who can make decisions about things. Yes. And their priests can influence it. But for them, the priests have set it up in a way that their main, the person who has ultimate decision is them, basically. Yes. And I, I think that cutting out the tongue was also strategic to do that, not just to stop them from using breath, but it's also strategic to stop them from using anything else. Yes. Here's another dramatic reading. Whoa. I'm going to do it in this voice. Please no, don't. <laughs> Here it goes. They are probably worried, Siri said. If they let you start making policy, then you may begin to think that you don't need them. They'd be right, he wrote, smiling. I need to become the leader of my people, Siri. That is the only way to protect your beautiful hills and the families that you love so much. He's the sweetest boy. He really is. We love him. Seb is the sweetest boy. Honestly... About um, to be my new favorite character. And also, he's he's uh, she's right. Siri's right that uh, he can't make policy. That's, that was my point. The reason I say this is the same thing as my theory. He They don't want him making any policies because yeah. that's too much power away from them. Yes. Um, and also, he's, he's beautiful. He's trying to protect her hills, which is really sweet. That is really sweet. Uh, I have a question for you, Sydney. Okay. Are the cells of the returned alive? Like, you mean their physical like cells? Like the cells. Like in, like their the body? cells in their body. Yeah. Yes or no? Because they're dead. Are there, are their cells alive again? I would say their whole body would be back alive again. So, so the yes. cells are back. Okay. I was just wondering because why don't why can't so well, we've established in in our in our theory lore that Seb is just like a normal returned who has been given all these breaths and cut tongue cut out. Yeah. Like he's not nothing inherently special about him to make him god. Yes. God king. Um. So why can't the other returned have kids? Well, I don't. I feel like that's actually true. You think there is actually genuinely a difference? Like an inherent difference? No, between? I mean, I think that maybe the other gods actually can have kids. You think this, the women can't get pregnant, maybe? Well, maybe that they just can't get each other pregnant for some reason. There's like some stipulation that they, they can't get There's just each something other. that they can't get each other pregnant. Fair enough, okay. Is my that, thoughts, but I could be totally wrong. That's what I was thinking or, about. Or yeah, maybe the women can't be, get pregnant just because they were dead once. Maybe they can't get pregnant, I don't know. Maybe they just, most of them have died after menopause. They're out of eggs. Maybe that might actually be it. That, Maybe, might, that yeah. might just genuinely be that, it. That could totally be it. Um. Anyway, uh. Also, we learned this is a pretty cool thing that I I liked because I've been concerned about this since the beginning. Um. My concern was if they get their happily ever after, Siri and Seb. Yeah. They still will have to give Seb breath. Is my thinking. This because and that would be heresy to her family to her yes. thing. But Seb actually can live off the breath he has. His stored extra, up. yeah. Yeah. The other return can't, but he can because he's got like all that extra. The other return have one five level, like fifth heightening level breath. Yes. He has that plus millions of others or uh-huh. thousands of others. So he can live for a week for every breath he has. So he could they could still be together without the heresy of um but eventually, I mean, he's got a lot, so he'd probably be fine for a long, long time. But mm-hmm. eventually he'd get to the point where he would need breath because he'd run out. Well, that's the thing. It's a normal marriage. Eventually one of you will die, and the other one will live until they die. Well, that's true. That is true. And that's and that's sad, that's but true. I that the setup, I feel like, is that's the setup for it. The reason he set it up this way right now is eventually one of them's going to die, 
and then the other one's going to live out the rest of their days and die. But they both have a finite amount of time yeah. that does not require anybody else to keep them alive. It's yes. just finite and they can be together. I and I really that. appreciate that. I appreciate that too. Uh, there's In a few days, this is freaky, there's going to be a vote, an official God vote about who's going to be, if they should attack interest or not. Yeah. An official, like God's going to meet together and have a big vote instead of just like petitions with, by the, or or arguments by the, by the priests. Yes. Um, and Seb and Siri decide they're going to kind of cause some chaos at this <laughs> at this event. That's when uh, they're going to do the things that make the gods not vote to kill all the Idrians. Susabron is going to reveal that he has no tongue. No tongue. And Siri, I was unclear about this, but Siri's going to sit with Light Song and cause outrage some way I don't quite understand. There's like a plan where she's going to do something that's going to make people mad, but I'm not yeah. 100% sure what that plan entails. Well, she's, I think, I think basically her plan is to just kind of try and get Light Song to help and see, like, she's, she's going to try and get Light Song to help. Yeah. And they're going, with Light Song's help, or just in general, she's going to try to explain to everybody that, hey, the God King has no tongue because the priests are lying. Look, no and tongue man. the way they're going to prove that it is, in fact, true is Susabrana is going to show that he's got no tongue. Here's my thing. If somebody from 100 feet away opened their mouth, <laughs> I would not, I would look and I'd be like, huh. But my brain would not, like, I bet they have no tongue. To be fair, though, if the God King walked out and went like this, opened his mouth and pointed at his tongue... And the fact that he had no tongue, I think I would believe. I don't think. I think I would believe him because I don't. Let's be real. It's the God King. Why would Siri be lying and the God King do that to prove that he's got no tongue? Yeah. Because I mean, but my thing is, I genuinely, I don't think they'd be able to. Like they said in the thing, he's going to open his mouth so everyone can see. Yeah. I don't think the majority of them will be able to see what's happening. No, you're probably right. I just genuinely think though that if he, if, let's be real. The God King, if you're a God, and the God King just, like, this girl, the God King's wife, is trying to say that the God King has no tongue, and the priests are, like, lying, but the God King, and the God King, right after this, walks out and basically tries to tell you that he's got no tongue, I would believe him. Ain't got rhythm. <laughs> uh, and also a tongue. Ain't got tongue. Oh, gosh. So I ain't got tongue. Um, that'd be great, though. Um, anyway. Moving on. Theories about this chapter. Theories for series. Um, theories for series? Theories for series. I don't think there are any real big theory bait. They kind of just like talk about what they're going to do. There's no, no questions really raised in this chapter. My um, only theory is that I think things are going to work out and they're going to live happily ever after together. And they're going to have adorable little children running around. I think I have a suspicion that Siri genuinely can't get pregnant. I think the priests somehow know she's been faking it. And after they not fake it long enough, like they, they, they're like, oh, they're actually doing it now. Yeah. They're going to eventually spirit her away for nine months, not let her be seen by literally anybody. And then say she's pregnant the whole time. I, that's my theory. Really? I think because because my issue is either they can gods can get someone pregnant or they can't. And I don't like the idea that some can and some can't. Yeah. And so I think that they can't. And Seb is just going to uh, lose her for nine months and then pretend like she was pregnant the whole time. That's my theory. And I think Seb's going to do everything he can to stop it. Mm, interesting. Next chapter. Okay. Chapter 49. 49. This chapter, I genuinely, well, after I'd read, unfortunately, I'd already read, read Sydney had already read, but I had considered trying to swap chapters with Sydney. <laughs> Sydney loves love, and I love this kind of chapter. I like this chapter too, though. I already warned Sydney I'm going to interrupt many a times throughout Honestly, this one. That's fine. Continue. All right, ready? Begin. Okay. I, I will begin. I realized Gosh. that I was pretty low energy at the beginning of this episode, so I'm, just, I'm, <laughs> I'm hyping it up now. Let's go! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so this chapter starts off with Vasher spying on Vivenna. 
<laughs> out the window like a creep. Like a pervert. <laughs> so basically, um, Vivenna's practicing her commands for awakening, and Vasher is currently watching her do this. He's hanging from the window with a rope, which is interesting to me. Well, real quick, real quick. Um, he also has, let's just give him all the details about it. He's put all his breath into his yes, shirt. Yes, I was getting oh, there. Sorry, sorry, I sorry, just sorry, hadn't sorry, gotten sorry. to that part yet. Just want to make sure. But yes, the reason um, Vasher or Vivenna can't tell that Vasher is there is because he's become a drab. Yeah. So she can't feel him. He's got, he put all his breath like elsewhere yeah. for the moment being. So he's a drab at the moment and she can't feel him. And she, so he's just watching her as he hangs there. He has a fun little conversation with Nightblood, which I want to do a dramatic reading for. We're going to read. Can I do part of it? Why? You, <laughs> you can do your classic Nightblood voice. No, I'll you do, can do Nightblood. It's fine. No, 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 no. I'll do Vasher. Okay. I have a deep voice anyway. You can do the class. You have a classic Nightblood voice. So, okay. I'll, yeah. I like her, Nightblood said. I'm glad we didn't kill her. Vasher didn't respond. She's very pretty, don't you think? Nightblood asked. You can't tell, Vasher replied. I can tell, Nightblood said. I've decided that I can. <laughs> I we don't see enough nightblood. Later in this chapter, we see a little bit more nightblood, and it's the worst thing in the world. I have, but this kind of nightblood, I've definitely like completely changed the way I originally started Nightblood's voice. I like this voice. Nightblood's just he's so sassy in my mind. Yeah. And so every time I do Nightblood, every time we like the very like few occasions that we see him, I have to make him extra sassy. And this one just gives me really extra sassy vibes. It's also can we talk about the fact that Nightblood's low key just kind of flirting? Oh yeah, Nightblood is like into her. You know you <laughs> You know you are pretty when you've got a freaking sentient sword <laughs> flirting with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's I true. Agree. You can't tell me that uh, if a sentient sword that can't see you because it's a sword, yeah, is flirting and thinks you're pretty. I you love, are obviously very pretty. I love that Nightblood also decided that he can tell if someone's pretty. <laughs> That's cute. Um side thing. We agree, though, that Nightblood is the fourth kind of awakening. We talked about it earlier. There's uh, yeah. recently dead, sentient, recently dead, not sentient, long dead, not sentient is like straw and stuff. Yeah. Long dead, not uh, long dead, sentient is Nightblood. But yes. Vasher is not like talking about that. Yes. Anywho, um, continue. So basically, uh, it kind of just ends there with um, Vasher finishes talking to Nightblood, that whole little section, and then he, like, climbs down from where he's standing and gets his breath back and then goes into the room. And so now we've switched to Vivenna. Wait! I want to say two things about this. One, he has an incredibly complex awakening on the rope he's hanging from. Yes. That because he because it doesn't have any sentience, he has to, like, command it. He has commanded it in such a way that he can do taps on the rope to tell it to go up and down so he can rise out of view of Vivenna and go back down. Second thing, this... Chapter, this beginning portion does a great job at establishing how I I already talked to Sydney about this. I love the way this chapter makes it so Vasher is able to be all knowing later on. Yes. The idea of like up to this point is like, how has Vasher known what he's known? And this chapter, the very beginning, is a little a little sneak peek of like, because my man's an amazing spy. Yeah. He spies without anybody knowing it no matter what. He's able to do his his awakenings are insane. He's able to do whatever he wants. Yes. And he spies. And that makes it so you can always assume he knows every part of it. Yes. Which is just cool. That's a cool, that's a cool Vasher detail. Anyway. I agree. Continue. Um, 
so he gets his breath back, and now we switch to Ravenna's perspective. Oh, love her. Yes. Um, My opinion on her shifted so fast. <laughs> we hated Ravenna. Anyway, I love her. Okay, anyways, um, so now we're from Ravenna's perspective, and v- Vasher's just walked into the room, and she's like, oh my gosh, she's been watching me, and she's like low-key embarrassed. Well, no, 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 she hasn't always been watching. Well, she, she's embarrassed she by wonders the if he's yeah. seen. She yeah. know, that's what I was saying. She wonders yeah. if he's... Um, seen her watching he she doesn't yeah. know that he has been but yeah but she doesn't li- she doesn't like when he watch when he yes. sees her practicing she's very embarrassed um yes. but vasher tells her that both the safe house and like the one house that uh Denth was using are empty yep um he has no idea where dent's gone and he just can't seem to find him yeah and so venna kind of thinks about the fact that Vasher seems to have like hardly any money and they've keep like living in rooms that have like nothing in them. They have like no positions or anything. Yeah. And she thinks about the fact that Denth has lived with a lot more money. And that's partly because now he's got Lemix's money. So if you remember Lemix, mm-hmm. he's got all that money that was supposed to be for Vivenna, but is has been given to Denth now. Yeah, they got they got the dead man money, and she talks about how it was very very cle- uh, clever of Denth to make her feel like she had the power, but he, she never actually had anything. Yes. Yeah. Um, but Vivenna's like Vasher, like I don't, we can't keep doing that. Like this is not working. When I was with Denth, like we were meeting with like big time people. Yeah. And right now we're just meeting with like your average peasants who really don't have any say in the matter. And Vasher gets offended. He gets real angry. He's They're like, good people. Yes, he says literally that. Yeah. He gets kind of upset with it. And Vivenna's like, no, no, like, they are, I agree. But, like, is this really making a difference compared to what Denth is doing? And, and yeah. Vasher doesn't really have an answer for that. Yeah. Um, he's kind of like, well, I know I've tried, but, like, I don't know what else to do. He He's trying to kill, like, Denth's, like, gang, like, people. But every time he kills some of them, he can't find the others. Like, yeah. Denth has just got this, like, continuing cycle that Vasher can't seem to keep up with no matter how hard he tries. And everybody assumes the war is coming, so it's harder and harder to talk to people because they don't want to be heard on the, the quote-unquote wrong side. Yes. So no one's, like, willing to talk to him about Idris because they don't want to be Idrians anymore because they think war is coming and they will lose. Yeah. Um, Vivenna asked about the priests, and Vasher's like, well, the priests are fickle. Um, Nanrova, uh, uh, the high priest of Stillmarket's mentioned, and Vasher's like, I talked to him, and he just switched sides on yeah, me. Yeah, even he switched sides. Yes. I had him blackmail, basically, yeah. and even he switched sides. Yes, and uh, Vivenna thinks, wait, hold a minute. Like, she recognizes Nanrova's name, and she realizes that Nanrova is the one, um, her and Denth, like, and Denth's team attacked the carriage. They, like, set up, like, this whole thing with, like, the robbery, and, like, they attacked the carriage. Yeah, and remember, they burned on a building, they flipped the chariot to yes. cause chaos and steal yes. salt. And, yes, um, and Vivenna thought it was just for the robbery, but for the salt it's robbery. been a little bit more than that, um, which we're about to find out here. And so Vivenna tells... Um, uh, Vasher about this, about the fact that the carriage in Good that moment belonged to Nanrova, and Vasher's her. like, oh my gosh, that must be connected or something. Yeah. And so uh, Vasher dips, and we flip <laughs> we flip forward a couple hours, and Vivenna has been practicing, she but just, she's kind of bored. Side thing. He says, wait here, and the next line says, so she did. She waited for hours. She's <laughs> yeah. become a good person <laughs> yeah she's been a good become a good listener <laughs> every chapter every like second right now she's doing the right choice where yeah. before every time i was like what are you doing vivana yeah now i'm always like good job vivana <laughs> yeah smart play Vivenna. i agree but she's just kind of been hanging around and she thinks about the fact that she wishes she could have gone with him 
and that Denth would always let her go along. But then she realized yeah. that Denth was just trying to keep me close. And yeah. Like, wasn't because she wanted me along. Trying to and keep Bachelor you close. And Bachelor just kind of does Siri. whatever he Sydney, wants to do. Sorry. He's trying to keep you close. Yeah. Sydney. Yeah. Yes. Keeping Sydney close. Got it. Uh huh. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> I sorry. Um, I was the reason I, I just so did that is because she, you were talking about. she read a sentence from the book, but didn't make it clear that, that was a sentence of the book. So she said me, and I was like, "Wait, what? Wait, did I? Yeah, did I say said, me? That death was just trying to keep me close. Oh, and so that's why I, I jumped in because <laughs> you were, you read a sentence of the book and got me and got me like, what? Oh, <laughs> that's all. So if you're a listener confused, Death was trying I didn't to realize, keep Vena close, not Sydney close. <laughs> My bad. Um, but so. Wow. I really threw you on the game. Sorry, my man. I didn't mean to do that. That was that was all my bad. Oh, I was in the middle of a sentence and I forgot what I was gonna say. Uh Denton was trying to keep her close is yes. why she wasn't going. Um Vasher doesn't really care and just kinda lets her do whatever she wants to do. Um and he gives her answers like he's not like he doesn't hide anything from her. Like he tells her if she asks questions, he might be like kinda grumpy about it, but he does answer her questions and like keeps her in the loop. We appreciate Vasher for that. Um, so eventually Vasher walks back in. <laughs> Vasher? Eventually Vasher walks back in. Eventually. <laughs> Why are you making fun of the way I talk? Because that one was the two words combined into one. Vasher? They combined into one and then separated. You try to say eventually, uh, eventually, but then you separate them out again. So you said eventually Vasher. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, continue. Okay. Um, anyways. Eventually. So... <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> this episode has gone to crap. Continue. Oh, would it be a good episode if we didn't just have no idea what we were talking about? Sometimes I know, I, I, the issue is I think the listener has no idea what we're talking about. I know what we're talking about, but I don't know if they do. Continue. Uh, anyways, eventually. <laughs> what okay, happens? I'm done. I'm done what with happens? that. Eventually. Um, so Vasher comes back in and he tells her that the robbery was just a cover and the real hit was the carriage. Yeah. And Vavena's like, well, why? Why do they want like a distraction? And uh Vasher's like, I don't really know. Vavena thinks maybe it was because like of the coins that spilled out. Money. Um and Vasher does like, well, okay, well, what happened after that? Vavena just kind of says that she left after that. She thought the carriage was the distraction for the robbery, but it, you know, wasn't. Um, apparently. Really quick, before you continue. Yes. I wanted to point out, when Vasher returns, he opens the door really fast, and Vivana startled, puts her hand to her chest, and he says, start reaching for that sword when you're startled. Uh, there's a little reason to grab your shirt unless you plan on rip it off. So <laughs> yeah, you're it's, right. He, he, but that, not just that, that is funny, but not just that that's funny, it's because it, um, he's actually kind of trying to teach her to be a good, like, like, spy person, yeah. underground person, like, because he's right. If you're startled, get your weapon. No, don't. He also and he mentions this later. He's not going to protect her. She's yeah. gonna have to do it herself. So, he, but he is trying to train yes. her to be able. Yes. to. Yes, which I appreciate. Um, so at this point, Vasher starts making his like he he puts on an outfit that has his like sleeves are all torn up. Yeah, and he commands the sleeves to like become his fingers basically, and like grip things. You know. That like he would, and he does the same thing with his legs. Like you know, basically tells him to become his legs. He puts, um, his like cape or whatever cloak. he's wearing. His cloak, yes. Um, he's Superman. He's got a cape now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. very Superman esque. <laughs> no, um, he puts the rest into his cloak to protect him. And we also learn a new piece of lore about Vasher. Well, hold on. He's incredibly hairy. 
Yes, apparently he is incredibly hairy, <laughs> and Pavetta notices that and continues to stare, which is really funny. He took off his shirt, exposing a well-muscled and rather hairy torso. <laughs> That's what she thinks about. I'm so glad she pointed that out for us. <laughs> um, but Pavetta's like, how do you do that command? And Vash is basically like, it's too complicated, but Pavetta decides to memorize it anyway, so maybe we'll see that come up later. Pavetta is also surprisingly good at commands. Yes. Vasher did think that. Yes. Continue. Um. He picks up Nightblood and asks if Avena's coming, and she's like, well, where are we going? And he just kind of says, we're going to capture the thieves that were involved in that little carriage incident and just, like, figure out why, like, Denth wanted the carriage. And yeah. Avena's like, well, why are you inviting me? Like, yeah. you know, won't it be more difficult? And he's like, well, depends, but if, like, things, you know, if you get attacked, I'm not protecting you. Like, but, and that'll make it harder. But if you get attacked... If we, if we get attacked and you're in my way, make it harder for me. Yeah. If you get attacked and some of them go after you, not me, make it a lot easier for me. Yeah. But he says, I will not protect you. If yes. they go after you, you have to defend yourself. Yes. Um, but he tells her to, you know, put his her breath away so that um, people won't recognize, like, that she's got a lot of breath. Or be, he, able, to, or be able to sense her. Yes. If she's drab, they can't yes. be sensed. And he tells her to, like, you know, hold on to the knife or the sword, sword, the sword that he's given her. Teaches so, her the correct way to hold it. Yes, he teaches her the correct way to hold it really quickly. Um, so Vivenna puts all her breath away, and she's become a drab now, and she kind of hates it, which is interesting. Yeah, I think. But um, so they leave, and they go out into the teller, and they're walking around, and they come to this really like sketchy slum that like, Vivenna talks about having avoided. Is that sketchy? Yes, it's that bad. When she was living on the street, she avoided this section of area because there are like no lights. It's really dark. It's just, it's real, real creepy. Vivenna also talks quite a bit about light pollution, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. On her walk over here, she's like, "Man, I like seeing the stars where there are less lights, but with so many lights here, you can't even see." Them. Like it was a weird, it was a weird <laughs> paragraph about light pollution that happened in the middle here. <laughs> well, um, continue. That's yes. all. So. They get to this slum. Um, there's two guards who come up, and Nightblood kills them. You know, typical Nightblood. We don't fashion. know if he kills them. Well, Vasher does with... say both were silenced. Yeah, Vasher so... deals with them. They might be unconscious. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe we the... can pretend. Yeah, let's pretend. We'll pretend that they were just silenced, but they were also basically kids, which is real sad. So I, I that's why I choose. Yeah, to pretend that they weren't killed. I mean, later on, later on. Uh, he he knocks a bunch of fools out instead of murdering them. Yes. Um, but they, so Vasher decides, he tells Vivenna that he's not going to use the sword. He's not going to use Nightblood because he wants to make sure people will at least stay alive enough for them him to question them later. Nightblood's not good at leaving survivors. Not at all. Nightblood is good at one thing. <laughs> yes. And it's not leaving and survivors. And that is um, murder. Yes. Very good at it. Yes. Anyways, uh, he creates, Vasher creates a little like straw people and tells them to find tunnels, which is like a super broad command. And yeah. Vivenna's like, well, that's weird. But these little straw people do eventually find a tunnel. Yeah. And Vasher sticks his hand underneath like the trap door and lifts it enough so that he can pull out. Like there's like these little bells on the bottom of it yep. that are supposed to ring if the door gets open all the way. But Vasher just kind of lifts it enough so that they don't ring and then gets rid of them. Yeah, it's an so, alarm system, basically. Yes, it's a very smart alarm system if you think about it. Yeah, but um, but Vasher's so, smarter than the alarms. Yes, so Vasher tells Vivana that there's usually a couple like tunnels that are kind of hidden away, and they Response, go down. Yeah. Yes, they go down this tunnel and they come to like the end of it, and 
inside is like there's a couple people. I don't know how exactly how many. Uh, some. Yeah, there's some people, like some men, and there's like a fire burning there, and they're like kind of laughing, joking. Um, they they're not paying any attention, and so Vasher and Vivenna sneak around to this what they think is a tunnel, but they. They find out that it's just a little nook. And inside the nook oh, is man. the worst thing ever. The most inside angry part of this chapter. the nook is a cage with a child in it. It's the worst part of this chapter, you guys. It's a child. Yeah. She's covered in human excrement, meaning that they're not, she's, she's not out, let out of this cage. She poops in the cage she's stuck in. Yes. She, it's implied. It's really sad. Bad things are implied. Yes. Which is um, so, it, okay, I need to stay calm. Because the last time that I was this upset about bad characters in the book, Sydney made me edit it down because <laughs> I got too angry. So yeah. I, I'll, I'll seethe in quiet rage about yeah. these fake people. Um, anyways, um, so Vivenna realizes that the valuable thing that they wanted from the carriage was not money. It was it a was, freaking person. It was Nanrova's daughter. This sucks. Yes. It sucks so it bad. It was Nanrova's daughter, and they wanted her so that they could blackmail him into supporting the war. But, it, good news, Vasher feels very similarly to how I feel. Yes. It, Vasher gets really upset. But like, the difference between me and Vasher is Vasher has a sentient murder sword. <laughs> yeah. That um, sentient mortar sword, wow, mortar. Yes. That sentient mortar sword gets used here, and um, Vasher tells Vivenna to get the child out of the cage and begins to promptly beat the crap out of um, the men. Yeah, he, it's, I said to Sydney when I was reading this, this chapter is the chapter I want to see professional actors act out the most. Yeah. Because it, well, one, does a great job making you feel things. And for two, this fight scene, we're not going to be able to describe it in detail. No. But in this fight, you need to go read it if you haven't. Because this fight scene is so well written and like visual. And the idea, Vasher taking on an army of people, but his clothing is also protecting him. It's yes. such a cool image that I very much, I very much enjoyed reading. Yes. So you should go read it. Yeah. Um, we can't really explain it, but basically the gist of it is that Vasher just beat the crap out of these people. Yeah. It That's was, basically the gist of the fight scene. Also, Alyssa Burns Burnsnan Burnsahan did a great job narrating this scene. I just wanted to say she Oh, is that the That's an audiobook. I was like, who in the world are you she, naming? She is a very good reader. She reads a little slow for my taste, but in this scene she did a very, very good job. Like ex, ex, especially good compared to uh other scenes, in my opinion. Yeah. That's all. Okay. Um so why Vasher's beating the crap out of these guys? Uh, Vivenna's trying to awaken the lock on the cage and remembers that it's metal and it can't be awakened. And so she has, she like pulls a, th a thread from her shirt and eventually gets it to unlock. And she tries to get the girl out. She awakens the, the thread as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She, yeah. She eventually gets, she tries to get the girl out and the girl is like, stay away from me. Like, don't touch me. And keep that in mind because this will be important here it's in a little bit. It's also so sad because of what it implies. Like, yes. the fear of human touch implies bad things to the girl, which is really yeah. sad. I understand the reason for it, and all these people are getting their just crap beat out of them in the corner, yeah. which deserved, very yes. much deserved, but it's so sad. And then a very interesting thing happens. So yeah. Vivenna can't get the girl out. She turns around to tell Vasher, and Vasher is having a moment. Yeah. Uh, Nightblood's, like, sheath is undone, and he's Nightblood is basically trying to get Vasher to kill like literally everybody and Vasher is in like a trance yeah Vasher's eyes are glazed everyone's 
unconscious right now. No one is dead. Yes. Uh, and even uh, uh, Vivenna can hear Nightblood. Nightblood. Can you do, just read what he says here. He says a couple things. Read them in your voice, but the most intimidating version of oh, it that gosh. you can muster. Because okay, I, I can try. I can imagine his voice be cut from going from like, she's pretty, to draw me. Okay, ready? Yeah. I can try. So I'm just going to do... Yeah. I'll just do uh, everything. Um, and listener, this part does Nightblood. not count as a dramatic reading. No, I'm just going to do what Nightblood says. There's, so there's only like two different parts that he so speaks. So if you're expecting some music to back this, <laughs> get bent. <laughs> get, get bent. Get bent. Get bent. <laughs> okay, here we go. Draw me. Kill them. It's scary. Yes. Yes, there is. That's how I imagine him saying, like, yeah, he becomes, like, he gets like very whispery because, like, she can, it's very distant. Like, it yeah. says it's very distant. So I imagine him being very, kill me, kill me, kill them, kill them. My bad. I'm sorry. I didn't mean kill me. Don't kill me. <laughs> says, says the sword. <laughs> Sword's like, whoopsie. <laughs> uh, is uh, that what you wanted, Colin? It's exactly what I wanted. I didn't also, know whether I like. Faster in his gla- in his glazed eye trance starts to actually fully draw Nightblood, which he has never succumbed to doing before. Yes, so that's kind of interesting because that shows that even Vasher, yeah, can like succumb to doing what Nightblood wants. Yeah, Nightblood is. Uh, well, later on we'll talk about this, but Nightblood is very much. Like, I actually, I have a theory for this. Okay, so we'll talk about this later. Yeah, but okay. I have a theory for why this is that Vasher suddenly was like. I do too. Yes. Okay. Anyways. Also, what what's about Vasher? It looks weird. What do you mean? Describe Vasher in this moment. He stood beside the fire, head bowed, body strewn around him. He held Nightblood in one hand, sheathed tip resting back against the dirty floor. And for some reason, oh, he seemed larger than he had a few moments ago. I forgot about that. Mm. Taller, broader of shoulder, more threatening. So, so that's an important thing to know. Yes. Vasher just looks a lot bigger. He all of a sudden is like, he looks very scary. He's yes. a very scary dude right now. Yes. Um, but uh Vivenna is able to um basically shock him out of his thing, and so he sheathed nightblood. Convince him to put the, the thing away. Yes. Which is good. Um and after he does this, he no longer looks larger. Yeah. So that's important. Um, but he like just walks over to the girl and just picks her up and she just goes like she doesn't try and stop him then is like you know her like how yeah. is this happening and he's like no i've met nan rovo and knew he had young children but i'd never actually met any of them and then is like how in the world did she come to you and then they is, leave the tunnel. this is important because right now the, the magic in this world has been fairly well explained but vasher just starts doing some magic in this chapter that's like what? actual real magic yes so continue yeah um so we skip forward a little bit, and they are now outside of, like, the really nice, rich neighborhoods of, of Tuteller. Mm-hmm. And they um, – Vasher tells the the kid to repeat things that he's about to say and tells Vivenna to, like, get out of the way and move yeah. out of earshot. And so Vivenna moves back, and as um, she's standing back there, she has since taken the breath back, like, into her body. Yeah. And so she has – or from the back from the thread that she used to – Yeah, so she has enough yeah, breath Yeah, so she's got enough to hit, like, the first tightening, and can, she can see the fact that the girl has a biochromatic aura – Of one breath. Of Yes, one breath, and it flickered, like, mm. just slightly. And Vivenna's like, how is that possible because, you know – It doesn't go only, away. Yes, it doesn't go it away. Flickers. You can't, like, get rid of one tiny little breath like that. 
Yeah, and even if you, she didn't get rid of it, something about her breath yes. went flicker, and then it's there. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So now uh, she walks back up to Vasher because Vasher's done telling her whatever um, she did. And the girl's, like, asking, like, hey, you know, where's my dad? Like, why is my dress dirty? Um, like, are we going home? Like, Who's this it's woman? late. Who's this woman? And Vivenna realizes that she now suddenly doesn't remember anything. She has no idea what happened to her. Good. Oh, my gosh. I'm, uh, yes, That's... I am glad. And I think it was a good thing. I just want to know how Vasher did it. Yeah. But... I... It, you know, it's weird because it genuinely reading this, it's a book, they're fake characters, made me feel really, really much better. Yeah. Because she, yeah. Yes. Anyway, continue. Um, so they walk up to one of the, like the mansions. Uh, Vasher opens the like the gates and these two dogs, like guard dogs, start barking. And the moment they, Vasher walks up to them, they just stop and start licking his hand. And Vivenna's like, what in the world is going on? Yeah. Which is 100% a fair reaction to have. Yeah. Because what is going on? Um. But they walk up to, like, the front entrance, and a guy runs out who we know now is Nan Roba. And he's like, thank you. Thank you for bringing her back. Yeah. Um, his wife comes out and is, like, re- like you know, crying with joy that the girl's back. Um, and the man's like, why have you returned her? And Vasher said, those who, have, those who took her have been punished. That's all that should matter to you right now. And Vasher, and the man's like, do I know you? And Vasher's like, we've met and I asked you to argue against the war, and Vash- and the man's like, I'm so sorry, like, I would have, and I, like, you know, but they They would have killed took- my daughter. Yes, they would have killed my daughter, and now he's like, just keep her safe and make sure that the kingdom isn't, like, using lifeless to kill a bunch of people. I don't know if it makes me a bad person, but if somebody takes my daughter, I would go against my own pol- pol- political beliefs every day of the week. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if anybody's like, that makes you a terrible person. I don't care. No. If it's, if it's my daughter, I would do... For my any of my family, I would do yes. anything for my family. Yes, um, so that's basically what this man has done, and yeah. I a hundred percent get that, and I think Vasher does too. And so he just basically tells her, like the guy to you know vote for like like stop like stop trying to like start a war yeah like you know go back to the way you were before. And the man agrees. And the man's like, yes, I will absolutely, and he's like very, like very thankful, and I feel yeah. really bad for him. Um, but as they're leaving. Vivenna asks how he got the dogs to start barking, and he doesn't answer. And but he instead says, "You have redeemed yourself." And Vivenna's yeah. like, "What are you talking about?" And he's like, "Well, you just saved this girl's life. Yeah. Like, if you hadn't told me about Denth like attacking the carriage, we would not have found this. Or girl. even made that connection that yes. Nanrova is the guy we attacked." And so he's basically, and Vivenna's like, "Well, no, it was an accident. Like, you know, I, yeah. I." Didn't really do anything. And he says, regardless. And he's like, regardless, like, this would have happened. Denth, no, even if you weren't here, Denth would have still done this eventually. Yeah, so with you here. With you here, you just The only difference saved, is that she is now She safe. is yeah. okay and safe now. Yeah. And Which I really appreciate Vasher mm-hmm. for telling her this because I think she needed to hear it. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, personally, if I was in Vivenna's place, I would blame myself and be like, this is my fault that this girl got taken in the first place and never make the connection that, hey, if I hadn't been there, she would have she would have still been stuck. So she she really, really also loves, the, she appreciates the compliment. Yes, she does. It makes her feel better, which I appreciate Vasher even more for. Um, here's here's a idea in this chapter that I also this sorry this paragraph that's coming up in a second. Yeah, I wanted to point out. I didn't know if you were going to glaze it, so I, I'll point out really fast. Okay. Um, he says, 
I'm just going to read what he says. I'm sorry I lost my temper. Back, uh, I guess I should do his voice. It's not a dramatic reading, but I should do his voice. I'm sorry I lost my temper. Back in that lair, a warrior is supposed to be calm. When you duel or fight, you can't let anger control you. That's why I've never been a good duelist. So I think the reason I bring this, bring this up is I think that contributes to the fact that Nightblood was controlling him. Yeah, he, I agree. Yeah, anyway, get you. Um, but so he also tells uh, Vivenna that like the priests are like very easy to blame for like everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, cause she, cause she says that she like, I'm so glad that I saw this priest lavish mansion. Like he's uh, all sno- snooty and he's like, this man's dad was a successful uh, businessman. Yes. He takes no money. That actually, and she's like, Oh, I actually, yeah, I, I was going to talk about that. The fact that I kind of, after this chapter, I kind of, like Nanrova, mm-hmm. just because he mm-hmm. isn't taking money from his job. Yeah, he's he got the the house he lives in. He only has and like his position he only has because of his father who worked really really hard and he respects that. And I appreciate also Vivena, like Vivena's like, oh, what a snooty priest. And Vasher, I love that he immediately is like, yes. Well, no, this guy's actually doing a really and good Vivena thing. And Vivena recognizes that she shouldn't judge as easily, which I appreciate too. But she but she thinks that and then also is like. But I'm going to judge Vasher and say he's a good man. Yeah. Which I also love. Yes. Um, so basically the chapter just kind of ends with the fact that um, she's judging Va- Vasher, but she's doing it better than how she judged Va- uh, yeah. Denth. She's judging Vasher based on what she's seen him do. So cry when it says cry when he saw a child being held captive and return that child to her father, his only reward and opportunity to make a rough plea for peace. Living with barely any money, declaring himself to pre- dedicating himself to preventing a war. He was rough, he was brutal, he had a temper, but he was a good man. And walking beside him, she felt safe for the first time in weeks. And that's where the chapter ends. Yeah, so she's she's judging him, but based on action instead of like, Denth made me laugh, so he must have been a good guy. Yes. Like that, I appreciate that. All I right. also appreciate that. This episode is going to be running long, but I think it's it's very, I love that it's freaking good, chapter so yeah. much. Um, time for theories about it. One, all of these theories are Nightblood theories. Not all of them, but I have a couple of nightblood theories. Yeah. Um, first thing, the whole I, I this is not really a theory, but I want to talk about I think this answers the question we've kept I've kept asking of uh why can Vasher hold Nightblood without feeling sick, yes. but also not be taken over by him. And I think it's I, I said this, I think it's just he has incredible self-control. And you can argue me if yes. you think because um when he got mad and let his like self-control slip for a second, he almost lost it to va- to to Nightblood. Like he almost gave in and murdered a bunch of people with Nightblood. So I, I appreciate that he is he I, I think it's just he had he he's one of the people who can hold him without getting sick. Yes. But he just has such good and high self-control that he doesn't he's not forced into murder until he yes. loses his temper. And I think I was gonna add, I think the reason he kind of lost control for a moment was because Vasher is a the reason, the only reason he kills people is for good reasons. Like well, he does it. Yeah. I mean, I don't as good a reason said, as yes, murder can have. Yes, he does it because he's trying, like, for an overall good reason. Yeah. And so that's why, um, Nightblood can't take control of him like super, super well. Yeah. But in that moment, he was so like angry and upset, and I think that anger, I think Nightblood latched onto that anger. I think you nailed it. I think I did too. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, is there any other theories? Oh yeah, the size thing. See, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Vivenna attributes it to the trick of the firelight. Do you? It definitely wasn't. Do you also? Okay, you don't. What do you no. think the deal is? Um, I think that just whatever Nightblood did was 
just making Vasher physically stronger. Yes, physically stronger. You think Nightblood has magic as well? Oh yeah, oh, for sure. Speaking of magic, what he do to that child? What he do to those dogs? He's got some kind of special magic for sure. Yeah, that- but it's is it is it just awakening in a weird way? Like is it just this like the breath magic? I don't think thing? so because he made this girl literally forget what happened. Yeah, and the dog suddenly tr- like him. He made her trust. Yeah. He's got to have some kind of like calming power or something. What's the deal with that? I, I, I do you have, give me a guess. Okay. Um, oh gosh, I don't really know. Okay. You don't need to know. I, I really, I really don't like, there's no, from what I understand from this book, there's really no explanation I can have at this current moment in time that would explain yeah. how that's possible. I will let you know that. Uh, this is one of the this is one of the points that I remember the answer, mm-hmm. and so I will not be making any theories about it. But okay. I also will give you a hint that there, in this point of the book, there is an explanation that you'd have heard about. Oh, really? Just be, just be aware of that. Okay. All right. So, time. I think now it's time yes. to rank the characters. Woo! Okay. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Uh, here's our week nineteen list. Are you ready? I'm ready. Siri, Susabron, Vasher, Vivenna. Larmar, Light Song, Nightblood, Blush Weaver, Blue Fingers, All Mother, Hoyd, Maidservants, Hope Finder, Thame, Mab, Fafin, Vera, Ashu, Paxson, Nanrova, Lolan, Gagarel, Charlie. Bless you. I forgot. <laughs> I know. I forgot. I looked at you and I said, Colton. Sorry, continue. <laughs> okay. Um, Charlie's Fran, Rariv, Yarda, Mercy Star, Grebel, and Hana, Fab, Bebid, Dedelin, Life Blesser, Truth Call, Weather Love, Our Wish You Were Dead Tier, Cads, Jewels, Tonkva, and Denth, and then Our Actually Dead Tier. Claude, Parlin, Var, Lemmix, Taff, Hallen, and Stripper Bahal. All right. Here goes the uh, characters we saw this week. First chapter, we saw uh, Light Song. Um, I think he goes, okay, so right now he's below Larmar. I think he beats Larmar again. I think they switch. Yeah. We've seen, yeah. We've seen Larmar and Light Song this chapter. I think Light Song is, did a good job this chapter being a good guy. Yes, um, I agree. Larmar didn't really do much anything this chapter. But so. I don't think he beats Vivenna, Vasher, Seuss, Bronner, Siri. No, I agree. Um. And then Were those th- the only two we saw? Uh, yeah, it's all we saw that, that in his chapter, I believe. Yes. And then in the next chapter, it is Siri and Susbron. I have a request. Can we make Susbron number one? I have a different request. What? I wanted Vasher to be number one. Oh. Because okay, but listen, listen, oh, listen. But I want. Seb. But li- but but listen, <laughs> listen, listen, Linda. Linda. Listen, Linda. Who's Linda? Have you not seen that video? No. It's a little kid who's his mom's mad at him. He goes, <laughs> Linda, listen, Linda. Linda, listen. No, listen, Linda. Just like that. I okay, but here's the thing. Siri and Susan have been number one for so long. I but think But Sister Brown's never been number one. Yes, he has. Has he? He absolutely has. One week he has. Has he? Siri has not been number oh, Light Song was number one. I You're was right. gonna say, don't but even I, no, but here's the thing. I think so Vasher, one, great with kids. Two, he killed a bunch of people because he loves his ki- like he protects the kids so much. I think for like your personal opinion of them, not personal opinion of like what they're doing that you like your opinion of the kind of narrative they're running. Yes, I think Susbron makes sense to be number one. Yes, but I think of like objectively good people of the last chapters of late. Uh-huh. I think Vasher is the best person. Hmm. I th- I think Vasher is the best like human in this chat. I'm saying books. I'm saying I disagree because Let's Susabron, do listen, paper rock on, scissors listen, listen. for it. Susabron basically said that he's he is risking everything to protect Vivenna or not Vivenna, Siri's whole family. Yeah, and so I also think that that's very similar in my mind. I mean, not quite, but 
Um, I just I feel like that makes Susabran a very good guy because he's oh, literally he's, a good guy. he's literally willing to risk everything he has for this girl that he loves and to protect her family because she know he knows that she loves her family. I agree with you. Vasher is, is risking all. everything to protect two whole kingdoms. <laughs> so is a uh, no. He's not. So he wants his wife to be happy. <laughs> he wants his wife to be happy. Vasher is protecting two kingdoms. He killed a bunch of men to protect this one innocent little girl who is having the worst time of her life. Vasher is the best. <laughs> Let's play paper rock scissors over it. Paper rock scissors. Yes, you ready? Paper rock scissors. Yes, you ready? Why did you call it that? My is dad, it rock it's, paper it's scissors. It's my dad. I don't know. My dad doesn't that one. <laughs> Are we you ready? Doing this, you're yes. gonna win. I suck at this. <laughs> rock paper scissors is purely random. You ready? Yeah. Rock paper scissors shoot. Oh frick! Okay, <laughs> Vasher, give me number two then. Okay, I'm fine. So with Zeus Braun is now number one. <laughs> Vasher has moved to. Number I really two. wish you guys could see this because. And then Siri is now it number three. It would be three. so funny. Siri is the lowest she's ever been in this entire book. That's uh, true, yeah. Siri has now number I really, more than anything, wish that you guys could see this. Do we say Vivenna stays? I think Vivenna stays where she is. She did a good job. Okay. Is there anyone else? Oh, Nanrova. I think uh, Nanrova, yeah, Nanrova should move. I think Nanrova goes all the way up to above Bluefingers or below Bluefingers. I think right below Bluefingers. Yeah, I think Nanrova moves all the way up. That's like a lot of places, actually. Yeah, but he kind of deserves it. Like, I feel so. Yeah. Is Nightblood staying? No, Nightblood, I think, goes down. He was trying to convince everyone to murder these, That's these true. boys. You're, you're right. You're I right. think Nightblood goes below Nimrova. It's right there. Okay. I think that's a good spot for him. Yeah. Uh, then we can go ahead and I'll get out. We'll, we will go ahead and give you a good reading of the crap. This is the most we've ever argued over this, Colin. Yeah, this, we were both very opinionated. We were very, very opinionated tonight. Which I, is fine, I think. I think it's more fun that way. Yeah, I, just, I totally agree. You guys have to let us know... Um, I wish you guys could see our rock, paper, scissors, but you guys have to let us know um, what your thoughts are, who you thought should have been number one. Do you agree with me that it should be Susabron, or do you agree with um, Colton that it should be Vasher? Let us know. You can DM the Instagram, put it a comment underneath, or uh, message us by email, which is on the website, prattpodcast.com slash contact. Also, my friends, my family, my listeners, if we had made a TikTok account... And if we start making TikToks of clips like that where we play rock, paper, scissors for a place, would you watch it? Let us know. Yes, do let us know because that would be a lot of fun. I completely agree with you. All righty. Now it's time to give a fun, fun reading at the end. So what? how am I going to do it funny this week? I actually don't have any good ideas. <sighs> Let's alternate this week. Oh, okay. Um, Can I do... I want to do murder Nightblood voice. Okay, then I'll do. Vasher. How did I do that? It's this, Kill them. Yeah. Okay. That's this is that. this is Vasher. <clears throat> this is Vasher and Nightblood <laughs> reading you the characters of this week. <clears throat> Seuss Broughton. Vasher. Siri. Vavena. Light Song. Laramar. Blushweaver. Blowfinger. And Rova. Nightblood. All Mother. Hoyt. Maidservants. Hope Finder. Fame. Mab. Faffin. Rira. A shoe, bless you. Paxen. Lolan. Gagarill. Trelades. Fred. <laughs> Rariv. Yarda. Mercy Star. Grabble. Inhana. Fob. Abebid. Dedelin. Life Blesser. Truthgall. Weather Love. Wish you were dead, dear. Cats. Jewels. Tonkva. Denth. The actually dead deer. Kill them all. <laughs> Kill them. Kill 
Claude Parlin Far Lemix Taf Halon Stripper Ball. <laughs> Thank you guys. My voice crapped out so hard at the end. I don't know what happened. Thank you guys all so much for listening to this episode. Um, uh, we have very much enjoyed making it. Follow us on Instagram. It's great. Yes. Also, um, next week. We are reading. I didn't say this at the beginning of the episode. It's fine. So here you go. But next week we're reading 51. Wow. 50 and 51. Yes. So just two weekends. It's a, du- a double buy. Two weeks. Um, so two. yeah, make sure you have those read by the time you show up. Or Sydney will kill them all. Um, kill them all. Or Sydney will kidnap your daughter. Uh, kidnap them all. <laughs> uh, That's awful. Yeah. Sydney, I have a question for you. Um, might have an answer. Who made our music? Um, our music, yes, was made by Alezia, which is A-L-E-Z-E-I-A on Spotify. Who makes baller music? Go check them out. Yes. It's amazing. Um, um, also, make sure, if you haven't already, to buy our next book. So that is A Fairy Tale by Stephen King. It's a very new book. You it will it is, have trouble it just, finding it. Yes, you will find it. Any bookstore, any bookstore, yeah. I'm sure, sells it. Because it's, it's freaking Stephen King. It's, yes. It's you'll find it. It's a very pretty cover. It's blue. It's probably hardback. I'm not sure if the paperbacks come out yet because it just yeah, came out it's like very new. last year. Buy it on Kindle. Buy it on audiobook. Figure it out. You got this. We yes. will. It's very good. We will get you. I do recommend. Sorry, I just interrupted. Yeah, you. you're good. I do recommend buying the hardback just because the. Um, I, mean, I guess I don't know how this would work on Kindle or anything, but if you listen to the audiobook, the hard, the actual physical book has these really cool drawings before each chapter. And we will um, post on the Instagram each week. We will post the um, drawings of the chapters that we read. Yeah. But if you want to see them in real life, which I recommend because they are very pretty. And I think the artist did a great job. There the are two, I think. I, I read that there are two different artists. And we will we'll have that information, by the way, when the chat, when we're reading. Yes. I, we definitely will credit who has drawn the images because that's not Well, it cool says in the book do. somewhere. Yeah. That I think like every other chapter is drawn by someone different. Yep. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. I think that's everything we have to say. I've been Colton Pratt. And I'm Cindy Lyley. Love you. Peace. Why are you still here? The show's over.